Welcome, explorers, to the cold embrace of the cosmos. We are Goblets and Gays, and this is our very special three-part mini-campaign, Mother May I, using the alien RPG and set in the alien universe for a little fun spice. That's right, it's morphin' time. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> I, like how, I like how your body refused to do it to me. <laughs> no morph that is um, my name is ferris and i will be your game mother for the rest of the next three weeks so strap in settle back and meet the rest of our crew while they're still here to meet hello i am aubrey i use she her pronouns and i will be playing dr darcy langley the ship's medic who also uses she her pronouns Hello, I am Aki. I uh, will be playing Dr. Matilda Fernandez, uh, and uh, she will be the ship's scientist. We both use she, her pronouns until specified otherwise. Hello, I am Dusty. I use they, he pronouns, and I am playing Joseph Corrales, a captain who uses he, him pronouns. And finally, there is me. My name is Alyssa. I use they, them pronouns, and I am playing Mercy Fairweather, the comms officer on the ship who uses she, her pronouns. The they among us. Uh, do we have any announcements? Of the usual we were at Arcadia Mondays like to catch the stream there we have a lot of goblins and gays folks over there also it podcast reveals on fridays um we have clever corvids with aki i don't remember what day that one is sorry and we also have uh i think bring your Mech is not back yet right they're still on hiatus um it may be back by the time this is out it may be back by the time this is out Check and Twitter. also, everyone does lots of things. I think Camp Carnage is over, but I believe you started something new, Alyssa? Yeah, so Camp Carnage is actually still on, probably. Oh. <laughs> and also, on Saturday evenings, I am streaming a Dragon Riders stream using the quest system. And then Ooh. in November, on Fridays, I'm going to be in a Technor mini campaign with Tales Yet Told. Anything from Dusty? Um, keep a lookout at uh, at Unwavering Force, the Space Wars fights Star Wars Twitter account for shit. I guess I, my brain just completely left me. Um, Star Wars stuff. We're gonna be releasing uh, fun character things like every fifty followers um, until that gets too much, and then we're doing like stuff in theory release is like winter but that's in theory Aki and Alyssa are both in it actually and they're characters yeah that's mm -hmm. all I'm saying bye Aubrey I believe you also started a new campaign recently uh yeah it's launched not no not the one you were putting in the chat the one that you're a player in uh oh yeah uh escaping carcosa <laughs> is uh every i think it is every other saturday over on uh ballad of the seven dice it is weird because we've been recording it since like may and it's finally mm -hmm. starting to air um go it is pathfinder i play in the pathfinder team uh who uh 
are stuck in a virtual MMO trying to get out. And Aki, did I miss any of your things? Because you also do a million things. No, everybody mentioned the shit that I was doing because I keep doing shit with you fuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just means you love us. Ew. Love is for weak bitches. No, I'm joking. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I, I'm an avid My Little Pony fan. I know friendship is magic. Friendship is magic. Magic is. Well, that's all of our announcements. My only announcement would be if you haven't seen Prey, like Prey 2022, I believe, um, mm, yeah. yet, uh, you should go watch it. Yes, yeah. it has. it doesn't really have much to do with the aliens, but... But and this is there, coming out near. Um, te- technically, it doesn't. Technically, it does. Same kind of same overlap universe. in universes. Yeah, yeah. It, it is the same universe. Technically, movies, so like, yeah, they've been no, known because to they, they're the same predator. Yeah, yeah they've been known to burst the predator. <laughs> They're technically the same properties, but like whatever. <laughs> um, and I'm only the only reason why I'm shouting it out. Well, not even the only. It's one. It's a brilliant fucking movie. It is. Uh, and two, it this is. should be coming out close to, I believe, Indigenous Indigenous Heritage Month. That's and true. that is a yes. like a full blown Indigenous production, and mm-hmm. you should really go That's fucking true. watch it. Indeed, indeed crew of the rss medea is taking flight and let us hope it's not for the last time log update 3.22.2122 mu dash th dash ur acting captain on duty attempted recalibration of cargo bay door unsuccessful suggested course of action full system reboot action taken by acting captain on duty postponement Log update 3.23.2122. Corrales Joseph, designation captain. I want to check on the cargo bay door to verify Vesper's reports. It seems to be stuck closed. I noticed the attempt to access the cargo bay by Officer Fairweather, though it seemed to be simply out of boredom. I ran a scan to figure out what necessary actions would need to be taken, and a full system reboot is too risky to attempt alone on the ship. We will attempt to reboot once we are close to our objective. I also removed updates of unnecessary scan on the ship that occurred during the recalibration check in order to maintain an accurate log. That is all for now. Captain out. Log update 4-2-21-22. Airweather, Mercy, designation comms officer. The mechanical log showed access to the cargo bay. I tried opening the door just for a change of scenery, but no luck. Okay, I may have banged on it a little, but I didn't think it was going to be enough to log as an opening. Mechanics like that aren't really my strong suit, but I mean, I couldn't get the door open either. Even if we can't download anything, are we able to pull update notes from Mother? Maybe there's something in there. Um, I'll check it out once this code for nail polish dries. Log update 8-27-21-22. Langley Darcy designation medic finally got a message from alice i was a little worried at first it was from several weeks ago for a moment i didn't want to open it thankfully only good news the treatments are working so far that is such a relief to hear you have no idea she sent along a photo of her and chloe it makes it all worth it this is the first time i've been away from them since chloe was born a mother worries 
Alice is an amazing wife and an amazing mom. I just miss her so much. I am going to shut up now. I have to go around some checks. Gotta make sure the ship doesn't just die in the middle of space. Then I guess it's nap time again. Log update 10-10-21-22. Fernandez Matilda, designation scientist. So now I don't mean to spook the rest of you, but I think Mum's bugging out of it. She's been notifying me about sensing shit inside the ship. Now I assume it's just Cosmo, the little bugger likes traveling between ducks like it's forgotten it's a cat, but I don't know, shit doesn't sit right with me, and I don't think Cosmo's tall enough to wipe off some of my wall art, and I mean not my wall art, but I am certainly laying claim to it since it's near the labs. It just, something feels off, okay? Might just be because I usually wake up alone and I haven't got much to do besides general checks and shit. Well, at least now I got Cosmo and his little ugly bum to keep me company. Did you know the scamp likes to be bundled up like a burrito? I've had cat hair in my tits for a few days now because the scamp just demands to be carried in my jumper. I originally put him in there because it kept knocking shit off my desk. Now they just won't leave without meowing up a stall. <sighs> Glad I never had brats of my own. This is how quickly I give in to this lazy bum. Log update 6152123. NU/TH/UR. Detected readings of meteor storm conditions to impact with Medea at 1300. Suggested actions. Adjust shields. Notify mission command. Captain Corrales, you have spent 42 weeks in and out of cryo, taking days-long shifts as the sole awake member of your crew, all to ensure the integrity and functionality of the delicate monitoring equipment that this mission hinges on. Human beings do not do well in total isolation, and as the RSS Medea accelerated farther and farther out of consistent communication range, the isolation became harder and harder to ignore. Now, you know that out of that logically, some of this would be due to NDD, the neurological distortion disorder, and the effects of being out of hypersleep during faster than light travel. But URSA, the Institute of Research and Space Exploration, has at least offered some methods of mitigating these effects. Still, though, they may help with the paranoia, prevent the epilepsy, the dementia, but they don't help with the silence in the halls, the emptiness out the window, or the hollowness in Mother's synthetic voice. But this is your last extended shift, your seventh shift. In just a few more days, you will go into cryo one last time, and when you awake, you will finally have crew members. Roll 1d6. Two. All right. You have no effect yet. The neurological distortion disorder is not affecting you on this shift. Now roll me another d6. Corrales. Three. Someone else received a private transmission that was accidentally put in your folder. Did you open it? Uh, as captain, yes. 
it was just a nice little note from Dr. Langley's wife about the an update on their child's status. Uh, uh, Captain Corrales will uh, forward it to Dr. Langley just uh, very clearly it's like this is in my inbox it is now on yours hope you're doing fine when you wake up in your opinion does the message already show as red yes Okay. I, I do not feel that it would be a new occurrence for stuff sent to me to be shown up as unread. Very true. So tell me, what do you do before you set the final wake-up sequence for the next crew member and slip into your cryopod for the very last time? What is your routine on these long days alone? Um... Besides going through and checking all, uh, all of the machines, all of our like uh, processes going on, making sure everything is up to code, up to date. Um, around this point, he has already like basically absorbed all of the books on the ship, um, and has gotten to a point where he is rereading them and just to pass the time is attempting to write sequels to them because there's only so much you could do on the ship so now the lord of the flies is now lord of the flies too <laughs> um they're not good though because for corrales they don't have the gift of writing they're just kind of trying to just attempt exactly where I left off with very little imagination going forward. I think he gets points for trying, though. He, he doesn't accept trying points. Oh, no points then for Joseph. All right. <laughs> Then you pass your days of solitary writing and reading and doing general captain things. What is the last thing that you think of before you slip back into the cryopod? Um, the only thing that they would be thinking of is just knowing the exact date that they will be able to get to where they're going to and finish this trip so they can go back. Okay. Then as you um, set the wake-up sequence for the next crew member and settle yourself in, why don't you give us a description of Joseph before we say goodnight? Um, I think Joseph is very, very kind of clean-cut um You've never seen like like a bad hair day in his life, but because that's like it's just kept super short. Not like bald, but super short. Um dark skin. Uh and usually just wearing 
the standard like jumpsuit um with the like captain like insignia on it that just says uh j corrales the most defining feature of it would just be that he's a captain very very dedicated to the job and hasn't really shown much else so that's the only way you identify them as the captain uh excellent then we shall move along to the next shift um in this final final rotation um which would be officer fairweather um i need you to roll me a 1d6 that is a one a one no effect for you yet as far as the neurological distortion disorder goes you are going to have a great shift so yes. what do you do what is your routine on this very last extended shift you have to suffer alone i think that fairweather spends some time you know checking on seeing if there's any sort of messages from command anything to do checking if the captain left any notes of things that she should be doing on this follow-up shift uh, other than that, she spends her time making some little edits in Joe's books, uh, drawing some little marginalia creatures, and playing with Cosmo if they'll let her. Uh, the cat doesn't seem to like her all that much. It can probably tell that she is really, really desperate to be liked by the cat. Aww. <laughs> so... But she tries. She tries too hard. Uh, yeah, and otherwise, just sort of doing what needs to be done and just vibing. One of the things that I brought was a magnetic tape player. So I think that she runs through, like, the two tapes that she brought a lot. Excellent. Roll me another d6. That one's a three. Roll it again. <laughs> nope, that was another three. Okay, that was a two. Two. You received a transmission from home. Was it a welcome one? Yeah, I mean, of course it was unexpected, maybe. But, I mean, hearing from my girlfriend? Um, we haven't quite defined it yet, but it's, it's yeah, it's great to hear. Excellent. Well then, um, I think then the last thing we need from you is what do you look like as you slip back into the cryopod at the end of your several days alone, knowing that when you wake up you'll see other people again for the first time in uh, 42 weeks. <laughs> yeah, so Fairweather is sort of a short woman with medium brown skin, and for the occasion of actually seeing people upon waking up, she's taken her brown hair and pulled it up into a messy bun. Um, she has sort of soft features and dark eyes behind white cat eye glasses. And because this is going to be, you know, seeing actual the rest of her crew for the first time in a really, really long time. She has dressed in a very crisp button-down shirt and trousers. 
Excellent. Well, the next one who would wake up would be one of the other members of your uh, Mina Harkness, who is your pilot. We don't care about her right now. <laughs> so we'll move to the one who comes after the pilot, which is Dr. Fernandez. Yes, I'm here. Hello and welcome. I need a D6 roll from you. Two. Two. The neurological distortion disorder is not affecting you either this cycle. What is your routine on your final shift here as you wait for one more sleep until the mission begins and you arrive at your destination and the mysterious satellite signal? Oh, You're the one gosh. who's going to be studying it. You yes. are the head scientist. I am the head scientist. So I think for a good portion of my many wake-ups, I've just done super quick general checks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. General stock notes, general, um, you know, does the lab look clean? Is it up to Wemyss? You know, like that kind of stuff. Um, but I really haven't been paying much mind to it simply because, you know, uh, my job doesn't start yet, mm -hmm. you know? It's it's like I can do the, these little bits, um, which are like fine and dandy, but then afterwards I'm pretty much like alone chilling for a while. So maybe I've taken up art. Mm. And maybe we're out of chalk, but that's all alleged anyways. Um, and um, maybe, just maybe, the cat likes me a little too much. Now I, so it's just me and Cosmo chilling. You, you, like I figured out, like I've made a little, little toy for Cosmo at this point. Um, like uh, I, I took a stick or a pencil and I've wrapped, I've like used like a rubber band uh, to, to tie onto it and then onto something fluffy. I don't know, probably have something somewhere, you know? that mm -hmm. is colorful or makes noise so I can play with Cosmo just a little bit only because this I got to get this cat off of me you know there's there's <laughs> uh, just th this cat demands so much of my attention you know Please. doctor <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm a I'm a several degree scientist I'm <laughs> I'm one of those big shots no okay that's fine um what I'm doing today, though, I think is a much more serious check, um, a much more long game one. So it takes it takes longer. I need to take a couple more breaks while doing it, simply because I need to make sure I have everything, and that um, perhaps, in fact, I've already set a couple things up so that way I can just finally get into it, whatever I get to study, and. Um, and yeah, I, I feed Cosmo. <laughs> now, as the chief scientist, um, the very delicate monitoring equipment that has been sent along with you that is in fact so delicate that that is the reason that you are all having to suffer through these isolated shifts is because it has to be monitored constantly. And if the whole crew were sleeping, it could break on its own. Um, that is probably your primary task during these extended shifts um and what i would assume be your number one priority in this particular turn yeah of course 
Mm-hmm. Um, so give me one more d6 roll. And if you roll a three, roll it again. Five. Five. <laughs> Mother is lying to you. You are absolutely certain. What do you think she's lying about? I don't know how meta I'm allowed to act right now. Medium? Medium meta? Medium meta? Okay, so I think during during Cosmo and, and, and my break, you know, like, like our lunch break, you could say. Mm-hmm. I think I heard what I heard um, a couple months ago, like in my last log. Just just something shifting through the pipes. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot louder this time, you know? Like, it's way, it's way more noticeable this time. And so I go and I check what's up with Mom. And Mom, I think, says nothing's wrong? Or, nothing's wrong. Yeah, nothing's wrong. Like, it's just like, just a, like a little bit of turbulence. But I know what, like, I heard. And I don't think turbulence sounds like that in here. You know, turbulence Sensors is outside. Sensors are picking up nothing within the ship, apart from you, Doctor. <sighs> Mama, have you gone senile or something? Also, I am picking up the readings of the small cat called Cosmo. <sighs> well, Cosmo is with me this time. It's definitely not him on there. Oh, uh, in it's not it. It's not it. No one else is awake aboard the ship at this time. Have you checked for paranoia? It could be. Neurological distortion disorder, which is common when you are traveling faster than light speed for longer than a few days. Hmm. It could be, but I'm pretty sure I'm fine on my... Uh... I will schedule a physiological with the doctor when they are awakened. Oh, fuck. You know, I go looking for an apple. (laughs) Excellent. Um, And then we will jump to the very end of your shift as you are getting into your cryopod and waking the very last crew member to do their very last solo shift. Um, What do you look like as you fall asleep? So Matilda looks uh, kind of kind of unkept in in a in a cool way you know their hair is um short but long messy but not and definitely a dark brown uh she wears uh square frames has a bit of like a beauty spot um on top of her lip uh she likes to wear um uh, more eccentric accessories, which totally aren't allowed on this ship, by the way. It's just like, she tot- she just smuggled them in. Um, and uh, if you try to write her up, she'll be like, try me, you know, like, <laughs> like let's go. Um, so she's either wearing like very space alien earrings, like there's Saturn on one ear and like your very standard Martian on the other, or um, her hair clip is like like a 
like the Etsy butterfly hair clips, you know, like just just really out there. And like if she were to put her head back with it on, it's very uncomfortable. So right now it's just the earrings. Um, and she usually wears um, her lab coat, especially everywhere. But uh, uh, it's usually accompanied by your standard jumper, has her name on it and everything. Uh, though right now, I guess because we're going into um, cryopods, we all in our undies. Yes, technically, that is true. But yeah. like, you know, oh, if you uh, weren't. Yeah, if we, if we weren't, I, she, it's the jumper lab coat um, um, and uh, light brown skin, of course. Um, mm-hmm. She's, uh, she's, she's going Indian, so if you need, if you need a very, like, a pretty decent face climb, actually, the actress of Lila Pitts from Umbrella Academy seasons two and three is what I was thinking the whole time. Oh, Just nice. Australian. Australian bordering cockney. <laughs> I have one last question for you before we move on to our last crew. Um, how concerned are you about this noise you heard in the ship? I think concerned enough that I might have left a note somewhere. I'm gonna have you take one stress die. Yeah, I've like I heard I heard it once. I heard it twice. It could be me, it could just be me, but I'm pretty sure it's not since um, I have like an item, I believe, that fully fucking scans me. I'm pretty sure. Or did I take the other one? Who knows? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so like, um, so yeah, it's just, it's just like, it bugs me to have heard it and to seemingly be the only one to have heard it. So yeah. So far. All right, and that brings us to our very final crew member, uh, Dr. Langley. What? Yeah. Uh, you also have to give me a d6 roll. Okay. Three. The whole crew, safe from neurological disorder this round. Good for all of you. Hey. Um, so what is your routine um, for your last shift here? Well, uh, so I start off with, uh, you know, after I have gotten my bearings and everything and drank a cup of probably synthetic coffee, uh, I start by checking everyone's, uh, like, everyone's readings. Uh, how is everyone's health-wise? Is anyone experiencing any ill effects from the cryo, the travel? Um, is anyone reporting any neurological problems? Uh, things like that. And any of the readouts on the pods, I check them all. Uh, make sure everybody is in tip-top shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does appear to be the, the like, the shared captain's log that you've all been maintaining through this isolation before it will default back to captain alone. Um, nobody seems to have raised any, raises any flags with you as being, like, psychological issues. Um, the Dr. Miranda did leave a note about having heard things, but without talking to her directly, it would be difficult to ascertain if that's a, a side effect, perhaps, of the DDT um, or or NDT, NDD, I can get letters, um, or if it is simply like literal physical noises because your space hit things sometimes because it's space and things float out here, you know? Um, but everyone's pods are reading um, normal. Uh, the ship's cat did escape from her pod 
a while ago. It was probably like three or four like cycles ago, like early, like about like midway through the travel. Um, I don't know if you ever attempted to wrangle her back into her pod, but it was unsuccessful. It probably tried once, being like, okay, this is protocol. And then it didn't happen. And then I was just like, yeah, if, if you're fine, cat, you know. Will not be contained. Yeah, nope, not at all. Cosmopolitan. <laughs> um, but then after I've done all of that uh, and keep my regular checks, uh, I probably actually have some simulations that I'm running. Uh, hmm. Specifically, um, sort of the, uh, the 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 disease that my daughter suffers from. I have simulations running on that, like because what uh, what the company is doing, helping is is a is a new treatment, and they hope it's going to work and hope it's going to work long term. But me, being a doctor, I just want to be sure. So I'm running simulations on that, or um, you know things like that. Maybe I'll write a paper on it at some point. <laughs> but uh, it's. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely have. Um, and other than that, it's like, you know, I am aware of the stress of this on space, so I'm doing my best to stay healthy and stay active. Excellent. I need another D6 from you. Mm-hmm. We're running out of numbers rapidly. Five? Nope. Do it again. That's a three. <laughs> That's a two. Nope. <laughs> That's a six. Hey, <laughs> how many times have you actually engineered or thought about engineering an emergency just to have an excuse to wake another crew member? I the think answer may be zero, but I think I've thought about it once or twice I, uh, or the emergency would be like, oh, your vitals dipped. I need to make sure you're not dead, uh, <laughs> but I've never done it. But it's more of just like I could. I theoretically could. could, and it's my job. <laughs> and then it'd be someone to talk to. Yeah, for like a few hours before I have to put them back in cryo. And it's the emergencies. Is it more emergency enough? I mean, they could be out mm, for days. They could be. But you never did it. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to our final point with this, which is what do does Dr. Langley look like as you slip back and actually you don't even have to slip into cryo you yeah. just have to prepare for everyone to come out of it which is why you are the last shift member of course as of course. the ship doctor yeah um so Darcy is a, a woman in her mid 30s uh she has her hair was probably a little bit more vibrant a few years ago but it's sort of faded to that sort of auburn strawberry blonde uh she sort of keeps it It, it's either in like a very very tight bun um or it's you know just sort of flowing over her shoulders it's about shoulder length um you know she is someone who obviously takes good care of herself uh and uh you know she's wearing the standard ships uniform like the jumpsuit and everything uh currently just maybe it's a little warm on the ship today or something maybe the the heating is acting up, so it's like tied around her waist, and she's just wearing the tank top, and uh, and uh, you know a good uh, face claim. If we're gonna, I'll continue with that. Uh, is uh, would be Bryce Dallas Howard, Howard specifically in like um, the first Jurassic World film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that is how your journey out to your mission went. But what is your actual mission? 
So I first recorded 15 years ago by the USCSS Resolute. The phenomenon now known as the signal satellite has baffled scientists all over the middle heavens is characterized as a pulsing signal beacon emanating from a class 4 asteroid designated Argo Y569 or sometimes 369 depending on how can uh, on the outer edges of the frontier uh, some have theorized that this is the signal of a local colony echoing off the asteroid even though there are no colonies that one might call local by any stretch of the imagination but there are no mechanical organic sources that have ever been detected from this asteroid, and so the mystery remains. However, due to the dangers of the asteroid field surrounding R569, no long-term research missions have ever been greenlit for it, because they require extensive and expensive safety precautions, as well as the equipment that would be sensitive enough to actually perhaps locate the source of the signal, Mm, pricey. But thanks to the generous funding by the Wayland Corporation, this unique. So, your mission has been as the RSS Medea crew uh, to travel approximately two years and 32 weeks in total, that's there and back, to the Argo Y569 and conduct a 52 week study of the phenomenon known as Signal Satellite. Now, it has been 24 weeks that you have been in orbit around said asteroid. And despite your best efforts, the crew of the RSS Medea has been unsuccessful in making any strides toward uncovering the secrets behind the satellite signal. Mission Command is displeased. And despite only being halfway into the mission, that, as far as you were aware, was fully funded when you set out. There is unsubstantiated talk of Ursa's sponsor, Leyland Utani, pulling the plug on funding. To make matters more complicated, all of your delicate monitoring equipment that had to be oh so carefully maintained during the out is interfering with the comms equipment now, making outbound transmissions unreliable. Worst of all, the bloody cargo bay door is still stuck after 24 weeks. What has morale been like on the ship this week? You've been awake for 24 hours, I should say. You have been working the, the, the mission for 24 weeks at this point. Probably fairly either morale is low or people have just stopped caring about their job and just want to I think it's very focused on the mission, you know. There's stress, you know, all of that fun stuff. Uh, but, you know, for the doctor, you know, it's just gonna make sure everybody's okay physically. Do you not care about our mental health? That too. <laughs> but I, I am more of like a doctor of like physical medicine. They would never put a fucking therapist in space. No. They would never. Mm -hmm. um, and I think um, I think on Matilda's end, um, Matilda is that fine line of not caring or caring too much, um, and it just jumps between both. Um, she cares uh, too much when she's kind of like in her labs, 
specifically because that's what she she came here to do study and now she's not being able to study and it's like i got all of this shit ready okay you know one of those things so it's like in the labs where she's easily reminded that she's not able to do what she came here to do this feels like a waste of time on a yearly basis you know um when she's outside of the labs though like in the lounging area or literally anywhere else she does not give a fuck <laughs> she could give less fucks actually um and is is just chilling most likely with the cat do you feel any additional pressure being the chief scientist and knowing that the entire mission hinges on you no actually because i haven't been able to do anything yet right so it's like chances are I, I might not be able to at all technically the failures up till now could be interpreted as being failures on your part how oh, i don't drive the ship oh the ship is stationary at this point oh <laughs> you're orbiting the asteroid that is emitting the signal at this point it's all up to you oh i see i see i thought we had not reached yet no we have arrived um, we, we have been arrived, arrived for a long time well then the fact that i'm not finding anything yet is definitely upsetting mm -hmm. but upsetting in a way of if i don't find anything i don't find anything i still get paid it's just a Very little up, it's just a little upsetting that I, I i i have not found anything it's like It's, it really is just, I could give less fucks. You know, like, I, I could give more, honestly, based the, the fact that this is my field of study. It's, it really is just, you ever get something, you work for it, and then you realize that it's just like, I really don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, that's what it is. It's like mm -hmm. being burnt out. I really couldn't, couldn't give a shit. <laughs> I, w I wish there was something. Because then I could, I could really, I could really actually do something about it, but I can't do anything about it because that means it wasn't here. Very true. Um, and Officer Fairweather, any thoughts on Aura's on morale? Yeah, I think that Mercy is trying to seem sort of collected, but there's definitely like a tinge of anxiety there. I mean, her main purpose here is doing comms and. We are having a hard time pushing comms out to command, and when we do get to talk to them, uh, they angie. So it's not ideal. A lot of pressure on you also in order to keep communication lines open when the very thing you need to complete the mission are interfering with it. Yeah, it's really not ideal. And I think that I'm also trying really hard to sort of defray that pressure from uh, the science staff at this point. Like, I don't want them to be super stressed and to mess things up. Uh, so I'm attempting to limit the rumors about having our funding pulled. Mm. Very wise, very wise indeed. That brings us to the present moment. It is 0800 hours of a new day, or what counts for you all as a new day. Technically, this is what you call a shift. 
what you were going through before we were calling extended shifts but they were like because they were like a week long but a real shift is technically like a day ish um you all have a whole day of work ahead of you so how do you all start your oh uh and mother does pipe up captain a message for you i guess it would be good for me to start as um Joseph at 0800 is already awake dressed and I think they've been keeping very close monitoring of all signals and looking for them so they would already be at their station and we'll just reply thank you mother please open message um, and the message is brought up on your screen and mother reads it aloud to you uh, which is detected media readings of storm. Wow, detected readings of meteor storm conditions to impact with Medea at thirteen hundred. Suggested actions: adjust shields, notify mission command. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, I think Joseph would kind of sit there and just like give a small sigh. Just <sighs> okay. And hit the comms and attention crew, attention staff, please meet at the bridge in 10 minutes for important information. Crew and staff, bridge 10 minutes. No ifs or buts. Well, crew. <laughs> Mercy shows up in five minutes. <laughs> I, I say, but if, and um, I'll go. Uh, but what I try to do is I, I take like one of Cosmos streets and I kind of throw it on the side in an attempt to like, you know, like, you know, throw the distraction over there and then run. <laughs> um, but Cosmo is a cat. So they cool. ran, they have enough, they have enough speed to go get the treat and then chase after me. So yes. Me trying to get here without the cat has failed. And um, she's very food motivated, and you just gave her food. So, like, yeah, so she grabs a treat, and then she is. I think she will actually leap from the ground onto your shoulder and then just, like, cling there, like, claws dig again for balance. Oh my god. Fine, get, get in, get in, and, you know, open up my jumper a little bit so she can just climb in and ah. then. Then I'll close it a little tighter, just so that way she's like, she's wrapped, you know, like a swaddled, like a baby. Honestly, she also meows at everyone you pass. Mm -hmm. It's like, yep. Honestly, you, you, you are so much trouble. You, you are a troublesome little bugger. I say this looking like I can't really look I guess I could look down directly at them right um mm -hmm. I say this with the with with the with the the semi disappointing look of any cat owner um and Cosmo who is a cute little fluffy tuxedo cat on the small size probably like three years old looks up at you with these big green eyes and just goes do you even have a job on this ship? Uh, good luck, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> There's no such thing as space rats. 
Yeah, she's purely there for luck. Uh, Mercy has taken to wearing a slightly oversized, like, cream-colored sweater over her button-down in hopes of being able to do what it is that Matilda is doing with zero luck so far. And she is sort of visibly crestfallen when you walk into or onto the bridge. Uh, and I believe my day started with just going over the simulations that I have running and checking everyone's vitals. Uh, you know, I imagine that there is, you know, something that we all have to wear that checks these things. Yes. Mm-hmm. You've got like, little wrist bracelets. Mm-hmm. And um, they're like medical technological slap bracelets that connect your vitals to mother. So mother always knows if you all are alive or not. Cool. But yeah, no, that's what I spend my morning checking, drinking synthetic coffee, checking that, and then I get the call to go to the bridge. Um, you know. And I do. Probably the last one there. Just trying to get a last few notes in before heading up. Rooted in our deep research into Korean folklore, Nine Heavens Press presents the Kickstarter for our first book, Undying Corruption. This adventure book will take players through levels 1 through 17 as shamans and exorcists, fighting off undead forces plaguing ordinary people. Brewing underneath what should have been an ordinary job, you'll discover a terrible conspiracy rooted at the heart of the majocracy of Tangguk. Our Kickstarter is fully funded, and our team of largely Korean and Asian-American artists and creators are excited for the chance to bring you all manners of stretch goals, such as original archetypes and races. Come and discover an adventure rooted in Korean fantasy. You see that the treasure ship is starting to unfurl. It seems like a mass of tentacles were folded together to make the shape of a ship. Hello, everybody. This is Aubrey with a very quick announcement before we get back to the episode. Uh, Goblets and Gaze has been nominated for an Audioverse Award, and this is awesome! Uh, Audioverse Award is uh, for actual plays, TTRPGs, and audio fiction, audio dramas, things like that. And uh, it's held every year. And it would be awesome if we won. You can go and vote for us or any of the other great productions nominated down in our episode description or at audioverseawards.net slash vote. We hope to get your vote and we hope to win that. And uh, thanks. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, Yeah. And so that brings us all into the wherever the captain said to me to meet. Where did you say to meet? The bridge. Bridge. I believe that would put us on deck A, if I'm not mistaken. Map, map, map. Map. Ignore map. the name that it says it's lying. This is the the RSS Nadia. What are you talking about? Cronus, never heard of her. Never heard of her. <laughs> So I did almost use that as a name, and then I realized it was actually used in a, uh, a venture module with Alien. I'm like, oh, well, screw you, I guess. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, so Captain, all of your crew have assembled, including your pilot, uh, Mina Harkness, and also your engineer, Vesper Lucas, and the rest of your crew, obviously. I think uh, Joseph would look at everyone and just like, good morning to all the crew. And Cosmo, uh, I have added you this morning. No need to reply. Thank you. Uh, Shit. Uh, one second. <laughs> yeah, she got it from me. Gotta speak I, your mind, especially in the I, face of authority, you devil fucker. Wow. I could only be so happy that you two have gotten along. On that note, I have gathered you this morning, bright and early. Uh, his mother has updated me to inform that there is going to be a media storm that's scheduled around one o'clock to be in the same path as our ship. Uh, so I need everyone to get to their stations, to get shields. We do need to attempt to connect to mission command. I don't know how easy that's going to be with our communications issues, but attempt shall be made regardless. Uh, and I need to make sure everything is in working condition in case this is more catastrophic than it looks. It shouldn't be, because we do our jobs well. But you have to be prepared. Now, understood for everyone. Yes, Captain. Uh, yeah. Shit. Actually, out of character, what is the machine? that I, um, mostly, um, that the really hypersensitive one. <laughs> yeah, I've just been calling it the super delicate monitoring equipment. Um, if you have a more scientific name for it, use it. I've never thought of one. <laughs> oh, shit. You think we have, <laughs> you think the SDME can, like, handle things? Mm-hmm. Probably not, but take standard precautions as usual. It's been working terribly anyways, so. Yeah, pretty much, but if it's short, then this whole thing is extra a waste of time. I, uh, I need help with it. I think Vesper could probably help you with that. Yes, indeed. I totally can. I got you. That's what I'm here for. Actually, I'm here in case the ship breaks down, but yeah, you know, I can also do that sort of thing. Gotcha. Finger guns in your direction. Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Just just make sure you don't fucking... <sighs> oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. This is... I'm a little... I'm a little stressed. Just, just a tad. I mean, are we all? But we've, uh, uh, we've handled some meteors in the past, no big deal, we'll be fine. I don't suppose you have any findings to convey to command, uh, if we can get in contact with them? Oh, I bloody fucking wish we did. Yeah, so do I. Don't worry, we can have a little pity party afterwards, nice little depression dance. Oh, you have a dance now. Excellent. Mm-hmm. 
it's the it's the whoopty fucking do dance. See, you just gotta gyrate in place and um, obviously hold a cat in the air, but I won't because it's Meow. currently. I do. I don't. I, <laughs> I don't want to be flashing my tits in front of you. As long as you're staying active. Uh, I think Mina, the pilot, glances over at you and kind of like gives like a little shrug. Like, I mean, if you want to, some of us wouldn't <laughs> mind. <laughs> she doesn't say anything, but I mean, that's what the shrug conveys. I give her a gay hand limp. Yeah, yeah. She winks. <laughs> Well, it seems that we all know what we're going to do. So let's get to it. We have, this is Dustin doing math, less than five hours. Go forth. Who wants to go somewhere first? What do you want to explore? You have, to, oh yeah, important information for all of you that you would be well acquainted with. There are three decks on the RSS Medea. Uh, there is a top deck, which includes like the cockpit, the observation um, deck, um, the bridge. Um, it has like the cryopods or some of the cryopods are located there. Uh, and like, I was say, like a examination room or something like that. Um, and then there's the B deck, which is like the main deck. I'll mosey you all down deck. Here we are. Um, oh, the bridge is on B deck. Whatever. Who cares? Bridge is on A deck now. I don't care. I I make the rules here, um, which contains like the living areas. It has science labs are in here. The here. Um, this is where like the engine pods are like level with. If you were to, if they're external, obviously, but that's where they are. Um, there's like a whole like viewing deck on the back, which is part of like science room, but it has a it has a big old viewing deck so you can stare at the asteroid that mocks you on the daily. You know, just fun, fun things like that. Um, and there's like uh the re the re the mess hall, the like air hockey table like that, uh, vestibules for like you know piloting up. Um, and then there is the sea deck which is basically useless to all of you because most of the sea deck is the cargo bay <laughs> that none mm. of you can access. Um, there is like the, like, um, there's the, there's the cargo bay, which was mostly empty because it was containing, it was supposed to contain, like, if you were ever able to get samples off the asteroid or whatever, um, or if you discover the source and you can get more samples, yada, yada. Uh, but so far, like, You've taken samples, you've used the modern equipment. Working. Uh, you just can't take large samples because you can't get in the freaking cargo bay. But there's also a like a sec a smaller mini bay, uh, that is where all of like your food, your rations, your equipment, that's where that stuff is stored. So originally the, the main cargo bay was intended to hold like a a small uh like loading bay, like a loading vehicle. Um, mm. but it was not included on the trip last minute. Robbed. Um, but yeah, that's the ship. You may go where you want to go, do what you want to do. Uh, I will ask Dr. Matilda if she needs a hand. Ah, uh, I mean, fuck all, yeah. I need to make sure this equipment stays not broken, because, uh, I mean breaking it and then attempting to fix it would be doing something. Uh, 
but I'd rather not do that. Yeah, I mean, where would we even have the parts to fix it? God fucking knows. <laughs> I, I, I don't fucking know. Um, but what I do know is that we got a big bloody window to stare at enemy number one, two, and three. However many fucking meteors come in a shower. I am not sure. I know medicine, not uh, geology. Or... I mean, you can fucking count, yeah? Like, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, come if you want to come. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you need a extra set of hands, that's not much I can do. Uh, Mother does most of the monitoring for me anyways, so. That is true, I do. Yes, do mom. Uh, assistance, Dr. Langley? No, no, I'm good. Uh... Mom's a bit sarcastic. A bit sassy or mummy? I do not have the capability of being sarcastic. Dr. Miranda. Matilda. Matilda. I'm sorry. <laughs> My <laughs> Matilda. The fuck entered that in here? I don't know. There was uh, a clerical error, and now I can say nothing else. Yes. And it's your timing, Mom. Your timing. I am always when I am called. Usually. <laughs> Don't let mom hear that. She's gonna ground your ass. <laughs> okay, uh, you all are going to attend to the, um, what was it, SSMD? SSMD? Yes. Uh, it's yeah. me! It's me! Yes, yeah, me. It's just me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think when you... I think when y'all um, enter, I will, I will, fucking Will Smith, jazz hands, introduce y'all to the SME. Important question: Does the SME have a little tiny red hat with a pom pom on it? Yeah, at some point I put it on. Good, good. That is the one of the main reasons. See, see, Cosmo, being in the lab is already kind of dangerous. Cosmo knocking shit off of my desk is very dangerous because it could have samples and stuff. But the mm -hmm. fact that the SME is also here is, mm -hmm. you know, Cosmo could break it. So now Cosmo, you see me like take my lab coat and like tie it around my, like I turn my lab coat into a, almost like a crop top coat because I have to tie it upwards to full on secure this cat from jumping off or like freeing an, an, an arm and attacking things on site. Honestly, and Cosmos just to be, they like to be held. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so you are main, uh, ensuring that the SME will not be damaged during the meteor storm. That was your thing you wanted to do here? Yeah. Yep. Okay, and since you are being assisted, you may add a plus to your um, one extra dice, I should say. See, now I know why I said Ma it says Matilda on your your character sheet. My name is Matilda. Oh, it is Matilda. What did I say? Miranda. Miranda. Miranda? Where did I yeah, that's the wrong. This is the wrong franchise for a Miranda. I don't even know. I don't even know. 
It's like I wanted to say Matilda, but Miranda came out and Otis. I don't even know. My brain's just broken. Miranda's a hate. Why did I get Miranda from? Miranda writes. No, that's that's not it. that's the Miranda that I was um, ge uh, um gesturing to. Mass Effect <laughs> Miranda. I See, mean, like I, I I guess I look really great in this jumpsuit, but incorrect. <laughs> Anyway, I will put it back in my brain the right way. <laughs> um, anyway, so I need from you... Um, I think this feels like a Comtech role, so it will be your wits plus your Comtech plus a plus one from Darcy Langley. And that's how many dice I roll. Yes, so for you, that would be a total of eight dice, and you only need one, oh, sorry, nine, because you have stress. You only need one success, one six, but if you roll a one on that stress die, let me know. Okay, and really quickly, I just need to double check one of my things that I have here. Okay, yeah, I, I, I don't need it for... I have an item that gives me another bonus, but I it, it's specifically meant for, like, hacking doors and computer mm -hmm. terminals. So I'm actually okay with that. I'll just roll the... It's eight, po uh, eight positive and one stress, right? Yes. Thank you. Just, just give me a hot second now. Do ones on the positive dice count or no? Nope, only if it's a stress die. Okay, cool. Okay, um, I got, okay, I'm letting you know right now, I have, I got, I have a six through my positive, and then my stress rolled a six. Uh, okay. Then you, so you have two sixes? Oh, do you want me to tell you how many sixes I have? Anything over one is fine. Okay, then, um... <clears throat> I definitely want to get new or unexpected information. Um, and... Um... For that plus one for a later skill, can it be any Comtech role, or does it have to be, once again, to protect this thing? It has to be related to this one, so I would assume it may not be directly about the SME, but anything involving what the SME does, I would, I would say. Ah, uh, okay. Um... So if you like need to use the SME later, you would get a you could get use that to get a plus one. Okay, yeah. Then I want that plus one for later. Okay, remember that because I will forget by the time it rolls around. Yes. Um. Excellent. Then, yeah, you get that situated um, and, like, partially deconstructed um, in such a way that it, like, battening down the hatches, essentially. Um, and in the process, as you are, like, making sure everything, all the pieces are still okay as you're, like, setting them in a more secure, uh, like, stance, I guess, arrangement of, like, parts. Um, you realize that the 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 monitor that is displays the information that it is taking off of the asteroid that the signal that 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 signal which probably haunts your dream at this point because you listen to it 
all day long. It's stronger and the, the pulse of it has changed slightly. I pull out um, my personal uh, pad. It's the, one second, as a meme. It's a Siegeson, um PDAT. So like a personal, it's a personal data tablet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I have like a little notes app in there. And so I'm jotting this down very quickly and go, oh, finally, something. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and we will jump from you two and jump over to what is uh, Fairweather doing? Yeah, I am... right? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Now I'm Air... paranoid. I have all your names wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fairweather is heading up. Where is the sort of communication stuff? Is that in the mother room or is that somewhere else? Uh, that would be on the bridge, which, okay, I guess the bridge can be, so mother room can be on deck A. Um, strictly speaking, now that none of you are like acting captain, no one can access the mother room except the captain. Um, but you can go to the bridge, which would have like the pilot station, the sensor station, the tech station, the comm station. That would all be on the bridge. Awesome. So since that is where we convened, I will pointedly wait until Joseph leaves the room. And <laughs> then I will cross my fingers and attempt to use the comm station to contact control. Excellent. I will also need a comm tech roll from you. So it'll be wits plus comm tech. Ooh, that is two successes. Two successes. Excellent. So you also get a stunt as you manage to successfully uh, open a channel to mission command. Um, so that's gain a plus one modification to a later roll. You don't have to roll to overcome the exact same challenge in the future. You do it quickly in half the time. You get new or unexpected information. You hide your tracks or you show off. Ooh, I want to not have to roll in the future. I have solved our communications issue. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so you you won't have to roll in the future for a particular problem. Um, and you get a hold of Dr. Eileen Electo, who is Mission Command um, back, back with Ursa. Uh, yes, hello. Uh, hey, Dr. Electo, this is Fairweather, Mercy Fairweather, on the Medea. Uh, yes, hello, Officer Fairweather. What seems to be the problem? I just wanted to let you know that Mother uh, noticed a incoming meteor storm. Interesting. Uh, one moment, and you hear the sounds of typing in the background, um, and then she comes back and says uh yes it does look like there is some sort of uh meteor storm heading way is the uh, the media should be uh equipped to handle this situation we didn't send you into an asteroid field blindly oh no i mean we're getting shields up now and everything should be fine just wanted to keep you updated now that we can all right excellent uh, then uh, keep us notified if there's any changes or damages to the ship or crew. 
Yes, of course. Will do. Thank you, Dr. Lectum. Not a problem. And then the communication clicks off. Uh, when it clicks off, Mercy, like, visibly sort of shrinks down. It's like, whew, okay. That was fine. It was fine. That was good. Yeah. I guess it leaves us with the captain. Um, upon dismissing everyone, uh, Joseph actually did go to said mother room to okay. get more details mm-hmm. than anything that may have missed. Uh, yep. Um, mother, oh, I had you all on C deck. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this whole time. Uh, yeah, mother uh, has no. Well, actually, you know what? For let's let you roll something too. Why not? Because we can. Because we have the power. Um. Uh, yeah, let's just make it. Uh, let's just keep up with this com tech. Wishful's com tech. Go ahead. Oops. <laughs> I got two uh, two sixes. Right. <laughs> what stunt do you want? You all are just stunting. Um, there's the one of like the new or something information, right? Yeah, new or unexpected information. Yeah, that. Uh, yes. Um, your new and unexpected information uh, actually comes through the entire ship. It comes across all the ship speakers, so everybody hears it all at once. Cargo bay door, open. Now that's unexpected. Mother, why did the cargo bay open? It was accessed. By who? Unlisted. Mother, what do you mean unlisted? Unlisted, Captain. There is no crew member with this listing in my database. Is there any active cameras for the cargo bay? Not for the door. Um, then I think Joseph is going to stand up. It's like, thank you, mother. Uh, and is going to go to another comms is crew continue what you are doing I will go check the cargo bay crew are you doing what you're told no no (laughs) Uh, well uh, y'all can go do that I finally found something so I'm gonna keep doing this yeah um, just you know let you know scream if you need anything (laughs) ha 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 I mean, will I even hear you? It's the void of space. Ah. Um, I will say Joseph is going to stop by their quarters uh, because as captain, you do have access to a firearm. That's correct. They're going to grab it because if something unlisted, they don't play around. Would. Um, yes, I think it would be fun if we all cleaned the wanted to in the cargo bay at the same time. I just think that would be neat. Um, and you all come to the cargo bay door, which has mocked you mercilessly for, like, 
an entire year at this point, give or take your experience of that year, as you spent much of it in cryo. Um, up until now, it has never opened. But as you get near it, the the keypad on the side is glowing green. Which it has not glowed before. It has been red since, like, two weeks in. <laughs> Oh, uh, wow. Did Vesper figure that out? I guess they finally figured it out. Vesper coming around the corner. Did I hear that the door open? The freaking cargo bay door? Is yeah, it really why, open? Why are all of you here? Because <laughs> <laughs> this has been like, this has been my puzzle since for forever. And I have done everything and it just now opens like on a whim. Are you kidding me? Congratulating our engineer on their great work opening the cargo bay door is good for morale. Captain. That is all what I did. I I love not that this is me. I doubt that was you, Vesper, because it shows up as unlisted. Which is I why did I asked. Hack? I hacked it. <laughs> hey, what? But Vesper, you have been unable to hack anything ever this whole trip. I read your logs. You've been unsuccessful. I read a book and learned a new skill, much <laughs> like you learned how to write. There's no of. hacking books on this ship. I looked. I read all the books. I, I downloaded learned, it. Learned how to write might be a big from an overstatement. I mean, I'm trying to be a little nice. Joseph is looking at everyone. <laughs> I would appreciate if all of you got back to your stations. Yes, Captain. And I'm going to leave. Oh, I'm done. Great. Go man your station, then. There's nothing to man. We communicated, and I think that as comms officer, I know best about the communication with command, and they were very uh, clear that I should not be calling them back about this storm, so I'm good. And Mercy sort of leans against the wall near the cargo bay doors. Damn it, I didn't do the pull rank uh, talent. You didn't? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <sighs> Fine. Then just stay behind me since I'm unsure of who did this. And either Mother is playing tricks on us or there's someone that we don't know that's here. Negative, Captain. I am not playing tricks. That's what someone playing tricks would say. I read that in Lord of the Flies. Unfortunately, <laughs> Captain, I am unable to play tricks. But I can play Pong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Mother. <laughs> mother just going, sorry, Captain. <laughs> tricks are <over> kids. <laughs> So it was just gonna walk over and um, open the cargo bay door, I guess. To, yeah. Well, does the does the the thingy the panel have any like things suspicious, or is it just like glowing green, as in like I'm open now? Um, there's like a little key code you would put in like your personal code, and whoever it's coded for, that it would open. That's how a lot of the like specialized rooms, like the lab, works that that way. Um, the med bay 
works that way sometimes depending on like what like if there was like a toxic substance in there you could lock it to anyone except for dr lingley um and like mother's room is also like that where only the captain can only the captain's code will let you in there um but cargo bay door is supposed to be everybody's code lets you in but nobody's code has been allowed to be let in Brilliant. Well, then I'm just going to go ahead and open. Yeah. Uh, you open the door and step into the cargo bay, and it is large and pretty much empty. Are like so? It's empty. Is there like are the lights on? Are they off? The lights are on. Um, most of them there's like a couple like a handful that are out because they haven't been like maintenance the entire time um but like most of them are still on and you can see where like the vehicle you were supposed to have was not put because you did not get the vehicle um you can see like a few spare boxes um looks like there's some crates under like a tarp but there don't seem to be any people in here who might have accessed the door i mean it's possible to access the door and then turned around and um i think kind of as joseph was walking in first um their hand is kind of on the holster of their weapon their firearm which is just like a standard pistol um and they're gonna say loud Hello, this is Joseph Corrales, captain of the Medea. Is there anyone here that shouldn't be? Mercy, do you follow him in? I will follow in and stay behind as instructed. <laughs> the halls are vast and empty. Your voice kind of echoes a little bit. Um, they're going to ask, Mother, could you determine if whether or not there's any other things or people in the cargo bay besides us? He sends three figures in the cargo bay, Captain. Did Vesper join us? Vesper did not. Not sure if you heard that. We know there's someone else in here. Please make yourself know. Sing answers. I attempt a command roll. Yeah, I would allow that. Yeah, to kind of just do booming voice or something. Mm -hmm. So command plus empathy. Okay. I got no successes, but no ones. No successes. Well, you don't have any stress dice. I don't have justice. Your your voice doesn't waver by any means, but there is something about your command that doesn't come out commanding. It almost comes out like a question. And nothing responds. I'm going to... Look at Fairweather and just 
be careful. Keep your eyes open. There's someone in here besides us. And Clearweather adjusts so that her body language is very, like, open and welcoming and says in a light, friendly voice, like, Hey, we're super grateful that you opened up the door. It's been stuck for a long time. Uh, can you show me how you did it? Raised eyebrows. Nothing responds. Um... For the cargo bay, so there's like no vehicle. Is it just like a wide empty room or there's like hallways leading off of it or something? It's mostly a large, it kind of looks like a spacey warehouse, essentially. Um, there are a few crates near the um that are probably like backup resources. Um, and then there's like a, a row of some like large crates um, that are all like covered in like you know, those tarps that are, like, staked down so they don't slide off kind of thing. You know, your typical hangar bay vibe. I think um, Joseph is now gonna like, talk, yell outside to the open door. It's like, Vesper, accompany uh, Officer Fairweather to uh, search the north end of the cargo bay while I search the other end. Okay, sure. Whatever you say, Captain. I will sort of roll my eyes but go along with Vesper when they show up. Yeah. Uh, They come in and join you to search. Um, And you, I assume, go to the corner indicated by yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you start going through. Um, why don't you give me a wits plus observation roll? And I'll give you plus one since Vesper's helping. Except for the captain who does not get a plus one, but you can still roll the same thing. You said wits plus what? Uh, observation. It's a wits skill. Okay, that is uh, zero successes and one one, but I don't have any stress die, so it's not on a stress die. Okay. And Captain? I have one success. One success. So for your success for observation, um, you are searching along the side that you said you would pick, and it's about that moment. you're coming around the row of like the tarp covered crates um, and you're coming along behind them and you hear mint. Something is like, something is between two of the crates but you can't really see because the tarp is covering them. <sighs> okay. Dustin, in a horror movie, says, run. Um, (laughs) However, Joseph is not Dustin. Um, So I think Joseph's going to unholster the weapon Mm -hmm. um, and point it in that direction while ripping off the tarp. Uh, Yeah. 
Um, I'm gonna need you to add a stress die as you rip off the tarp and something flies at your face and then goes Meow! and then runs off. Um, is that? Yeah, that was a cat. That was Cosmo or a cat? That was Cosmo. <sighs> it is great to see you as well, Cosmo. Did I hear this? Oh, she's very loud. <laughs> and it echoes, <laughs> sound carries. Whoa, wait, did Cosmo open the door? Maybe that explains why it's unlisted. Uh, Mother kind of pops in and says, Cosmo is a listed member of the crew. Fuck. Fairweather, your friend is here. Why don't you either accompany them or lead them out? I'm going to check the rest of the cargo bay. I'm going to lead down and for the upteenth time, uh, attempt to call Cosmo to me. Are they dealing with the real life Cosmo? No, I was dealing with the real life brother. <laughs> My brother was uh, heading out for the the week. Uh, so could you repeat all that, Alyssa? Sorry. Oh, yeah, no worries. I just said that I was going to lean down and for the upteenth time attempt to call Cosmo Dooney to see if I can uh, take them along as we continue observing. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna let you I'm I'm gonna let you roll manipulation here. So empathy plus manipulation. Normally you don't roll quite this much, but like hmm, I'm feeling spicy. And this seems like it needs it. Yeah, that was two successes. Oh my gosh, look at that. Um, yeah, so you succeed, and Cosmo, like, thinks about it a little bit, and then, like, starts to jog towards you, and you all get a plus stunt here. Um, so your opponent does what you want, ending up your turn. Your opponent does more than you ask for. Um, your opponent is impressed by you, and will try to help you later on in some way. <laughs> You want Sorry. Cosmo to be impressed by me so badly. <laughs> Cosmo's super impressed. You're not sure why. You don't have any food, but Cosmo comes running over to you. Did. Um, and even leaps into your arm. Mercy looks absolutely beyond joyful and sort of ties up her sweater in a similar way to what Dr. Matilda did earlier to make it into a little baby Bjorn for them and uh, continues walking around with the captain. Yeah. Um, yeah, Captain, what are you... I, I think the captain, like Joseph personally, is going to walk around the whole cargo bay to determine themselves whether or not someone or something is in here. If it is actually empty and they are going to go back to the bridge just to make sure everything else, uh, to make sure they're on deck once you get to the storm. Mm -hmm. 
The cargo bay is super empty. Um, you do find a in the corner. Uh, there is a vent panel that is missing some screw, kind of skew. You can probably guess that's how Cosmo got in. I don't think the cat has a key code, and if she did, I doubt she could jump up and enter it with her little paws. But one never knows. Joseph puts nothing past anyone. We um, <laughs> are going to um, take a note of this open vent, and we'll uh, actually we're going to take a note of this vent, and they actually want to go back to the mother room to see yeah. um, uh, mother, there was a vent that seems to be missing some screws in the cargo bay. Could you please show me where event leads mm -hmm. um and she pulls up the schematics on the little uh like fuzzy green screen bright green print um and shows you the ship schematics and then highlights the events and says that particular air vent leads directly to medical bay hmm. well then Seems like I have more investigating to do. How long until 1300? 1300 will be in hey, mother, take three time. hours. Math is hard, I understand. <laughs> I had to Thank do you. backwards math with military time. <laughs> Why? Why, self? It's Why? Easy. It's super easy. Um, okay. I think. Unless anyone pings, then specifically they're going to go to medical bay. But like, I'm just going to go back and forth. So anyone else wants to do it, things like you, you can go to someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going to follow up Fairweather first, and then we'll jump back to our other to see what you two are up to. Fairweather, are you doing anything else after anything? Anything? I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited that the cargo bay is open. I'm looking around the cargo bay for a little Perfect. bit. I've got nothing else to do. Yeah, um, I think Vesper will linger for a bit and fix the vent, um, and then debate about, like, not vent, and then fix it, and then unfix it, because, like, clearly the cat's using... Yeah, but we Drops. don't want her to get... Oh, I'm sorry, you cut out for a lot of that. I didn't realize you were oh so gosh. Blind. I don't even know why. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't like my internet in this part of the apartment. But, uh, no, like, I mean, I don't, I'm pretty sure that this vent leads up the deck above us to B deck, which means this cat is coming down this bit of a slide. Like, do we want to encourage that behavior? And if she can't get out of the bottom, can she go back up? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, if the doors close again and we can't unlock them, I don't want her stuck in here. Exactly. But has she been getting in here all along? In which case, how does she get out? Does she spider climb? I'm so impressed by this cat right now. <laughs> yeah, you're real smart, aren't you? That's why you Hi. came to say hi. I'm gonna... No, see. I'm just not gonna fix it. I'm not gonna fix it. I'm not gonna fix it. <laughs> Mercy, like, makes a face like, maybe you should, though. Yes. No, no, I'm not gonna fix it. I'm not gonna fix it. Okay, I gotta go do other stuff. Bye. 
uh, and they're gonna go. Uh, but yeah, you were just gonna hang out in the cargo bay for a while? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, I guess I don't have a screwdriver, so I couldn't fix it. I mean, you could always go get one if you really wanted to. You could... I mean, they're like... They're flathead screws. Like, you could fix it with a with a dime if you had one. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know if they even ahead. use dimes in this space. <laughs> <laughs> I will go ahead and drop Cosmo back near Matilda, uh, and then try and come back to fix the vent. Sure. Uh, seems like a perfect time to transition to Matilda. Yes, I have been running my tests, completely ignoring the plot. I mean, one could argue you are doing the most plot. That is also true. It, it That's depends which, the which side. Of the show. <laughs> I know, I know. It really just depends which side of the plot um, the, the viewer is most interested. True. Uh, yeah. Um, is there anything? Sp 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 uh, what's the, no, not. Uh, hold on. Hang on. I'm combining two words in my head and one. I don't need both. I need specific. Not particular. Specific. Or particular, as I was trying to say. If anything um, is particular, you're doing. Particular. Are you doing anything <laughs> particular? Um, that you, is there anything particularly that you're looking for in this information that you I just, just something else, you know, like so far I know that it's closer, you know, like mm -hmm. the noise and whatnot. I want to see, like, if is there a direct point in which it's coming at us? Is it the actual, is it the fucking asteroids that I'm hearing? So it's misinformation, you know, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Um, why not, why not, I'll let you have another role here. Um, why don't you give me Comtech plus Wits, and you can add your plus one from before. So me. Yeah. So that's nine regular dice and still one stress, right? Yes. Could I no, argue? Uh, that would be eight regular dice and one stress. Oh, eight. Yes, yes, yes. Because previously I got help from uh, from Darcy. Uh, yes. And you still yes. have help? It's the same number. It's just the nine. The yeah, yeah. The, nine um, the stress dice is number nine. I have a question, and yes. like, and feel free to say no. But could could I argue that my stress is actually lowered because I finally have something? Um, technically, you can only remove stress from uh, spending time with your signature item, um, and other types of downtime. Okay, I see. That's fine. It's, that's fine. Tis tis the rules. I'll double yeah. check that there's not another way to do it. Um. Could I, I argue you can that... technically... Okay, well, you I'm can't now... make skill rolls when resting. Um, and you have to rest in a safe area to recover from stress. I see. Okay, I'll just yeah. leave it alone then. Um, because my only other argument was if I... I this technically does involve my signature <laughs> item in, in terms of potential... Like, like it's the same subject matter, just different oh, approaches. Yeah. 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 But it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Just gonna, just let me do the it thing. It just gives you more chances of success. It do, it do. Being um, you, you rolling, this just means you have more success chances. Oh, that's a lot of sixes. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, let's see what I roll on the stress die. Um, that's close to one. Mm. It's not one. Oh, um, good. It, it, it's it's a two. It was very close. How many how many stunts did you get? Uh, I have three sixes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you get two stunts. Two contact stunts. Beep 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 beep. Um, let's. I want the unex. I want something new or unexpected. I I, I want what what I came here to get. You know. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um and. Let's take a let's take a that like that I don't need to to no actually I do like the plus one because this uh, I feel like I'm gonna use I'm gonna use and abuse the sneeze as sure. much as possible because sure. this goddamn fucking thing it seems to be like my main point part of the job so I might as well continue to 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 try and jump like dump a plus one in there. Okay, perfect. Um, the, the new and unexpected information you get, um, so the signal is stronger and the signal, like, cause it's always been just a pulsing beacon. It's like, it almost, it's not quite like, um, like a, what is it called? Um, like, it's not quite like an SOS signal distress beacon that like ships put out, but it's. It's always been very similar to that, which is part of like how is an asteroid emitting something like a distress beacon. Um, but the pulse of it has changed. Um, and as you fine tune your stuff and like check information against um, like your databases and try to figure out what's going on, you ascertain that this is um, this is a not just a mysterious signal it is a signal that is it's not identical but it's very similar to um like the Weyland yutani like beacons that go out to indicate that there is a ship nearby but it's, it's not the same thing at all but that is what it is most similar to oh what the fuck? And it but does like, seem to be coming directly from the asteroid. The asteroid. Ah, God. Well, now I'm gonna just call bitches over comms. Um, I think, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. Just, just try to get a message out there. Um, and just be like, hello? Anyone? Anyone free? Is there something wrong? Uh, yeah, yes, no. I'm actually unsure. Uh, well, well, one, I, I got something, finally. Ah, uh, it, it's uh, uh that's a, a signal, but and it's getting closer, and I think it's on the media. I'll be right there. I'll be there in a minute as well. Uh, but I do have something that I would like to do before yes. that happens. I was just going to jump mm. over to you with that perfect little thing uh, that we do to transition. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I am back in my med lab, and I heard that supposedly 
but there's an unlisted person on here. Um, and I do know everyone's vitals are synced up to Mother. I want to access Mother and see if I can pull up this random rando's vi uh, vitals. Yeah, you can call a Mother anytime. She'll answer everybody. Mm -hmm. Yes, Dr. Uh, Langley, what do you need? Um, so there's apparently a unlisted person on the ship, correct? An unlisted designation opened the cargo bay door, yes. Yes, um, and yes, everyone on the ship is synced up, have all their vitals synced up to you, correct? That is correct, Doctor. Um, is this unlisted person's vitals synced up to you? There are seven individuals on this ship. <laughs> Me, doing math in my head. <laughs> that includes the unlisted person, right? Uh, it depends on your definition. So we have me, Matilda, Joseph, Mercy, Mina, Vesper, Cosmo. And Cosmo? Mother, do you count Cosmo under uh, um, among these? Cosmo is a listed member of the crew. Um, so I imagine I at least have a, a way to look at and access these. This is me asking out of character. Yes, absolutely. You can pull uh, them up on any of your. Um, yeah, because like I uh, pull it up on the terminal and I, I don't know, go through all of the filters, see if I can find unlisted. Uh, yeah, you go through them all and nothing strikes you nothing is like actually listed as unlisted um mm -hmm. like there's no like here's the vitals for unlisted but like also all the vitals that you do see match while uh the data you have crew members uh, like you know your blood pressure, heart rate um it does look like matilda's heart rate is a little elevated right now uh, Joseph's heart rate shows a little spike, like about a half hour ago. Um, mm. Fairweather had a little bit of a spike around the same time Joseph did. Mm. But other than that, um, everything seems fine. It's impossible to read Cosmos data because you're not a veterinarian. You don't freaking know. It looks right. It looks normal. <laughs> it seems normal. Um... So, Mother, is there anything you can tell me about this unlisted person? Anything about their medical status? An unlisted code was used to open the cargo bay door. I have no unlisted people in my database. Um... Well, if this person does happen to ever need medical help and they are connected to your have their vitals synced up to you, will you please let me know? I don't want anyone dying on the ship. Of course, Doctor. And then I, I guess I'm going to go uh, see what Joseph is up to. Not Joseph, Matilda. Joseph's also heading in yeah. that direction. Is anyone else um, going to the science bay? Yeah, I'll head there after I fix the vent. Sure. 
uh, you all convene in the science bay approximately the same time. You're all just really insane. While you do, Matilda is surprisingly peachy. <laughs> ah, there we are. The cunts of the hour. You won't believe this shit. Finally found something. It's a little bit, it's like a little bitch of a thing, but like, it's, it's something. Uh, okay. Really annoying signal. Been hearing it practically my entire time on here. It's never been this loud. And it's getting closer. Ran a diagnosis and, um, it's, I think it's on the meteors coming out, you know, this way. Is there any way we can attempt to get a sample or something? So, there's a signal coming from the meteors? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the closest thing that I can describe it being in like, you know, <laughs> in simpler terms, uh, like a distress beacon from a ship. But it's not that. Can you get any diagnostics on these meteors? Oh, what if they're not organic? Or what if they're, they are a ship? I mean, that could be a thing. Uh, I think I would need a sample, though. So to clarify, the signal is the asteroid, not the new meteors. It's from the, the Argo. Y369. Oh, never mind. It's on the fucking asteroid. My bad. Oh, well, that's much easier to get a reading on. Incredible. Which is also, I never said this. It's like the size of like a small moon. It's very big. It's a big old asteroid. Um, however, I did not think we have time to collect a sample and be back here before the meteor storm hits in, it would be just simply idiotic to go out during a meteor storm. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Ah, uh, oh, fuck, yeah, okay. Oh, but I want to go now. <laughs> fuck. It's about this moment when you hear Mother announce, Warning! Collision imminent! Warning! And then the lights all go out and you feel a ship shudder. What the fuck? Oh no. Right now? <laughs> it happened right now? Yeah, right the second. I thought we had more time. Um, an alarm starts blaring somewhere in the ship. Uh, the, the emergency lights come on. They're sort of like this red tint um, that illuminates for you all. Um, and Mother just keeps repeating, Warning, collision, warning, collision, life support in peril. Look at the captain. <laughs> All right, everyone follow emergency protocols. I am going to 
The bridge is where you go to see stuff, right? The bridge is a good yeah. place to go to see stuff. I also need everyone yeah. to die to their pool. Take a stress die. Sorry, you say, I heard I need everyone to die one more time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not all. supposed to happen until episode three. <laughs> not quite die yet, but I need you to add a stress die to You're cutting die. out so bad. I add don't know stress why. Die? Stress die. Okay. We all had stress die, um, and yeah, the bridge is where I'd like to go to see things. Yeah. Uh, you make your way to the bridge, and um, you look out uh, into the darkness just in time to see looks like a small meteor strike the node. And all the displays in the bridge are like flashing and blaring little. Um, I guess uh, Mina is the pilot, right? Yes. Um, over to comms to just like Mina, I need you here ASAP. This meteor storm is arrived sooner than expected. She comes sliding around the hallway and see, like, yay! All right. That was fast. Great. Um, and I heard, I heard everything got dark. I was on. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joseph is going to take co pilot seat, I guess. Yeah. That sounds right. Uh, yeah. And, um, Mina will say, okay, what do you, um, obviously we can't stay in orbit, but, uh, the closest thing would be the asteroid, I assume. You want to land on it? Do you see any other options? I thought maybe just collision diversion course, but I mean, if you want to land on it, I can try to land on Red. a moving asteroid during a meteor storm. If that's <laughs> what you want me to do, you're the captain. Would you rather not? I thought you liked excitement. I like excitement that doesn't kill we'll be yeah, fine. Let's do it. Come on, this is great. I love a challenge. Um, and as she starts to like take control of been like orbiting um the, the asteroid for the last twenty-four weeks, um as she starts to pull it out, you notice a new notification pops up. Um and mother says, uh, incoming transmission from mission command. A transmission. And the mission simply says it's dropped into the shared folder of the whole ship. And it simply says, attention, the hollow one arrives in T minus 60 minutes. And you can look at it if you want. I dropped that in all of your. Yeah. Yeah, it just <laughs> popped up in roll 20 and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> the hollow one. Um, no. Ferris, does this make sense to Joseph at all? It does not. Interesting. Okay. It does not make sense to any of you if you had noticed that you had a new transmission in your in the shared folder. I I I um Joseph's like, okay, that is a future problem. Um also to me that was like also if it makes you feel more motivated, there is a signal originated from the asteroid now. So more fun. 
and then over the comms. Everyone, prepare for landing. We are going to the asteroid. This sounds like a terrible idea, but yeah, whatever. That's Mina. Um, I'm gonna roll for her, her piloting here. I believe. I believe Since I'm co-pilot, can... can I help? Yeah, I'll let you add a dice to her roll here. Um, let me double check. It's piloting plus agility. That's what I thought. Okay, so she gets one, two, three. Oops, oops, oops. There we go. And then I'm giving her a stress die. Well, she managed to roll zero successes. You don't know. Did she re-roll taking stress? She, I mean, listen, I don't know if NPC we push a roll, but I'm gonna allow it in this moment. Oh wait, hang on, wait, 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 wait. Joseph gave her an extra die, I did not roll that. Ready? Moment of truth here. Uh, it's two. Oh fuck. <laughs> At least it was the one. Um, um I'll I re-roll. Two pilots. Cool. I'll let her push it, and then if that doesn't work, then you can attempt to take it. Uh, but she has gained a new stress die as she rolls this. There we go, there we go, we've got two. Hey. Um, okay, excellent. Um, so she starts coming in towards the asteroid to try to, like, land it. Uh, and just as she, like, pulls out of orbit, you all get hit really hard here, um, and off to the side and it like knocks you way off course like to the point where the ships like barrel roll against anybody's will um and she has to wrest control back out of it um and come in a little bit and um she hasn't landed it yet but you given the conditions you expect to hopefully land in like the next 15 30 minutes she's just got a lot to maneuver through um and it's going to be a very heightened situation um Joseph, I want you to take another stress die. Uh, meanwhile, to the rest of the crew, uh, it would be good for you all to know that there seems to be something wrong with life support. Uh, I will be scrambling, trying to figure out what's going on and how I can fix it. Yeah, um, I think Vesper will also come running to help you out um, as you both kind of convene in where like the life support uh, schematic, not schematics, but like stuff is stored um and you start to uh try to sort that out there is a flash going on it seems that one of the impacts from the meteor storm that came much too early uh looks like it has done something to an exterior panel uh so it's possible this is just a glitch that's impacting the system readings, but it's also possible it damaged one of the life support um, computers that are near the exterior ship. Um, try, can I try and reroute anything to maybe something else? Uh, yeah, I would allow that. Life support is very important. Extremely. Um, and in fact, if you don't get this handled very shortly, you yeah. will lose oxygen very rapidly. Mm. What do I need to roll for this? Uh, that's gonna be contact plus wits. Plus wits? Yeah, to reroute the computers. 
Okay, I do not have any points in contact, but I've got a uh, four in wits. I was going to roll ask, all of your wits. I was going to ask if I could have gone to help specifically because mm -hmm. I'm techie. Uh, yeah, you can have gone along as well. Um, and you can, both Vesper and Matilda can give you a bonus uh, die to your roll, mm -hmm. and then you also roll your stress die in this roll. Yes, forget it. Um, that is, yes, one success. My one brain success. was like, my brain was looking at numbers and being like, ah, one success. Ah, but unfortunately, I did get roll a one on my uh, stress die. Unfortunate for you. I'm personally very excited for this. Uh, does it make the whole thing fail? Yes. Is there any way I can push it? Uh, I don't think so, but I, I don't know. I don't think you can push a stress fail. Oh, oh well. I'm pretty sure you cannot. But you're gonna make a panic roll now. Panics. Um, hold on. Let me find a silly panic table, which is not here, but you know where it is. I have it over here. In resources. Here we go. Um. Please roll a d6. Add your current stress level. Got a five. Five. Keeping it together, you manage to keep your nerves in check. Barely. So you are uh, feeling the pressure here as if you can't get this fixed. You're all. Yep. No biggie. Um. If somebody else would like to give it a shot, be my guest. Me. Yeah, yes, allow it. Go for it. Um, I will say you get a minus one to this because this was like a like a tech thing and what she attempted and failed has changed the coding in such a way that you're going around her failure. So you will have a minus one dice to this roll. I do have a um I do have a system diagnostic Debbie. Um Oof though, so that might help. I wonder if this is Devi in a different way, or if it's supposed to be Davy. but I, I'm assuming that it's Devi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that helps with hacking, um, though, like, I'm actually gonna reread this. Mm -hmm. Super, super quick. See, it's like, uh, see, okay, it specifically states that, like, you know, I can use, I can use this to hack doors and computer terminals, and I'm assuming... This is technically a terminal. a terminal, yep. Uh, so it gives me a plus two to contact. Okay. Uh, okay. So that would be a total of plus one. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yes, 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 yes. That's awesome. Um, I rush in. I see that Darcy is fucked up, and I go, ah, oh, fuck. And I pull it out um, and kind of, like, 
I would assume I would have to like let's say plug it in somewhere and just mm-hmm. go nuts, go ham, and I start and I start doing that. Yep. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, let me just let me let me roll my two stress die as well. Yes. <laughs> we're getting so close to the ones, but we're not getting them. Oh shit! I so rolled two. Danger. The stress. I the stress die is giving me more stress. Actually, I rolled two twos. But like, Ooh. like when I tell you that the like the one of the dice went like, like, like you know, like it bounced on one and mm-hmm. then it landed on two. That's what I saw. I had a fucking Space Jam basketball moment there. <laughs> oh, okay, um, but I do have three sixes. Okay. Uh, yes, you can also take a stunt if you want. Um, let's let's go with um. Oh. You can get two mm. stunts if you get three successes. You get two stunts. Two stunts? Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, 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 okay. That kind of helps a second. I'm just circling back to what, what I can pick from, which is hilarious <laughs> because it's just been contact that I've been rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I think, should this happen again, I don't need to roll the same challenge in the future, so should life okay. support fail again, I don't have to roll for it. I got it. Perfect. Um, yeah. And... Oh, damn. There's two things that... I wanted, like, there's three really good ones here. I'm gonna eat me my name one second. Okay, cool. I want um information. Yeah. Um I th- let's see, this is the life support system. What information can life support give you? Well, you know what? Life support is tied to mother. Um, and so I think you get a little bit of, like, some back coding somewhere, like, deep in Mother. Um, and you determine that you're pretty sure Mother opened the cargo bay door. Take a screenshot of that. Um, <laughs> I pull up my tablet to take a picture of what I, what I saw, just in case. Then um when uh when I'm good and ready I'll unplug my um my thing, my uh mm-hmm. my SSD. Oh, SSDD, there you go. And um I'll look at Vesper and um Dr. Darcy and just go I think Mom opened the cargo bay door. Why would she, why would she, why would they do that? What's with all the- how would she have an unlisted number? How could she open the door? Wouldn't she just tell us if she opened it herself? Do you think she doesn't know she opened it? Oh, we can't ask her right now, right? She's- she's going nuts. I mean, we're kind of in the middle of the- (laughs) Yeah, the bad things are happening right now. We can ask her afterwards, but, um... Yes. I- I don't know if you've been reading the logs. Sometimes. Uh, but um, I'm pretty sure I heard shit prior. I saw that. Was... Maybe it's... Maybe, maybe maybe what I've been hearing is just, I don't know, pipes bursting. 
wires getting loose. Maybe. Mom's just losing it a little. Mm, they did say she's an older model of Muller. Fairweather, what are you up to? So, I don't have any sort of technical expertise that would be super helpful here, and I'm not a pilot. And so, I was just like, I want to go to the safest place. And I don't know what the safest place in a ship is, but my head says tornado rules, which means the bottom floor. In a doorway? Valid. Um, the bathroom. Yeah. Sure. In the bathtub. With no windows, a place without any windows is where in you want to be. In the basement, a place in with no basement. windows. Low, in the basement. enclosed, no windows, and nothing that can be thrown on you. You mean the the one that was closed this whole time, where the myst it's mysteriously opened? Are you going to the cargo bay? Yeah, it was Cosmo who opened it, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, Cosmo. Totally. Uh, yeah, you can go to the cargo bay, um, the lights are no longer on and like red emergence that do not illuminate even a quarter of the space. It's less than ideal, but I'm just gonna chill out, like hold on to something and chill out by the doorway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, there's like, you know, the hooks in the ground so you can like latch down cargo. You can lash yourself down if you want, which is probably convenient because at some point the ship does do a full barrel roll without any warning whatsoever, so... Clearly it was the correct plan. It was clearly the correct plan. That's probably what uh, played into Langley's failure earlier was because abruptly she was upside down. Have you tried coding upside down? It's hard. <laughs> Especially when the computer doesn't turn upside down. Yeah, you just get thrown and then you get thrown. <laughs> yeah, okay, you hit a few wrong keystrokes. Um, yeah. That's why I was stressed out. That's why I panicked. Uh, anything <laughs> else? Uh, anyone wants to do right this second? Um, my gut feeling was to go get Cosmo. And uh, last time I saw Cosmo, Cosmo was on Fairweather. Is so, I'm now still on Fairweather? I think I dropped them off when I was like going That's to get right. the screwdriver, yeah. That's right, you did. You did. Okay, well, if I a lot of shit has happened to to prop to scare off a cat, okay? Um yes. and, and make them feel unsafe. Especially. So mm -hmm. I think what I'm gonna do is I think one, I think Cosmo's like little carrier like the little crate is definitely yeah. in the science lab right now because sure. this fucker by proxy lives here yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Yeah. so i'm just i'm gonna run in real quick grab that and then kind of just look around for cosmo uh I'm not, it's, it's a lot of noise going on so i think what i do is i just have a, like a like like a couple treats in my hand to see if i can i don't know entice them yeah yeah, yeah. like find them faster you know yeah um, I think while you are looking for Cosmo, and while uh, the captain and Mina are trying to land the ship, um, and while Fairweather is hunkered down in the cargo bay, um, and Langley and Vesper are, I don't know, keeping with the life support just in case, um, that is when 
you all notice a new transmission. It's another. The hollow one arrives in T minus 30 minutes. Oh, jeez. Now, has it been 50 minutes since we got that first one? It has been 30 minutes since you got the first one. Oh, no. Ahead of schedule. I think the first one was 60 minutes, and then this one's 30 minutes, and it's been 30 oh, minutes. Oh, I thought it was 80. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, that yeah. Wrong. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's hard to read, admittedly. But you can't just... click on it, and it gets bigger. It's just like, what the fuck? Just like... <laughs> While frantically being there, Joseph is just gonna like yell out, Mother, what the fuck is the hollow one? Uncertain. These are transmissions from Mission Command. Uh, Would you like to craft a response? Yes. What the fuck is the hollow one? Sent. There's like a long pause in between the like the um, and then, uh, mother comes back and says, uh, or, or not mother, um, a, like, a really garbled, um, transmission, like, starts to come in, and it's, like, super, ah, words I'm looking for, glitched, so, like, you can't read anything, it's, like, it's fully errored out and does not come through. Um, and Mother says, uh, Mission Command has replied. Any way of deciphering this? No. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, Captain. Continues panicking about flying. <laughs> yes. Uh, thing to do meteor storm has intensified and they're the largest thing in the area is the asteroid most of them are in fact impacting against your intended landing designation destination sorry close <laughs> we'll figure it out okay you're maintaining course then yeah I mean if anything I'll probably suggest we move Maybe just a little further up, we're in the air longer, but we won't be hit when we land. Yeah, that is something you can attempt. Um, and I, yeah, that is still in progress, but you're hopeful that you will land soon. But the meteor storm being what it is, every time you try to land, ah, impact, ah, avoid that. Um, so there's a lot of loop-de-loops going along. Everyone else in the ship, if you're not like in a chair, strapped down there are moments where you are just thrown into the ceiling or the wall um so that if you're not strapped down actually i think i'm gonna have you take another stress die um for the 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 unexpected impacts which hurt and could imperil you if you hit something wrong Fuck, I have three stress already. Welcome to the alien RPG game. The alien <laughs> hasn't even showed up yet. Uh, it's okay, I have space beds that take away our stress if we need it. I yeah, think I'm sure you'll have a lot of relaxing after this. 
honest to god, I really do think I I need to take some sort of point of injury because I'm walking through the halls looking for a cat. There is I mean, like listen. Mm-hmm. If that's if you're I mean far be it for me to tell a player not to injury like, if they I, want to. No, it because it makes so much it makes sense, you know? No, it I'm, does. There is I was unless just being kind fucking, because some yeah. of you have very low injury or low yeah. health. But yeah, mark a health off. I, I don't mind because I, I have I think I have decent health. Like so I can take it and then you know we have a doctor. So like fix you know fucking fix me up. Um but like after I go get this cat, but like logically speaking, unless there's like a goddamn belt, <laughs> several belts in the wall, there's no way I'm buckling down at all. I'm in, I'm in the hall. <laughs> right? Yeah, and so. you're definitely a long way from like any of your emergency or flight, uh, like stations where you would normally have like a like booster seat in a strap, you know, yeah, like the little flip down seats. Yeah, like it's it's the middle deck, right? So it's like mm-hmm. last time I looked at the map, it was like all the way at the bottom. That's yes. where the med bay and the science lab were. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm assuming I'm moving up. So like, no, there is. Yeah. I really doubt unless I just go fuck it and go into a room. I really, really doubt there's something somewhere for me to strap in. Uh, why don't you give me an empathy? to try to find or lope to call the cat to you with your your treats um and then of course add your stress die to that i have like nothing i'm i think i have more stress than i do empathy dies because i'm pretty sure i have nothing in empathy what a statement to make i think i have more stress than empathy (laughs) yeah i don't give a shit (laughs) is it just an empathy roll sorry uh if you don't have any manipulation yes Yes, I have zero manipulation. I'm just okay. pure force. So, uh, yep. yeah, empathy time. Oh, wow, that really- that-, that okay, so I have one success, <laughs> surprisingly so. And, um, one second, let me roll my stress. <laughs> Eat shit! Uh, I got two sixes on my stress. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so not only do you call Cosmo to you, you get to have two cents. Backflip. Good God. I was actually worried about the stress for a second, just because I rolled... I, I, I did roll another two, but it wasn't on the... Well, I, I lie. I rolled two twos. I'm only rolling sixes and twos, just to scare me, you know? <laughs> That's how your dice act in games like this, where it's pools, is it just picks a number? I think so. And it likes to pick the number several times, too. This um, is consistent. I've played pool games with you before, and this is consistent. <laughs> yeah. I guess I feel like the more dice I have, the, the, the funnier it is, but like less dice in this scenario was also pretty funny. Yeah. Um, what sense did you want? I can make two or one. You get- you had three total successes? Yeah. Yeah, so you get two stunts. Okay, cool. Okay, so I think... Uh, the opponent will- oh, well, Cosmo will definitely, um, do what I want. So, like, they'll come to me. Yep, recognizing it is me. Yes. 
cat mom. Um, Dr. Cat Mom. Yes. Ah, uh, it's a cat. Uh, I, I guess helping me later on makes sense. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm, because I'm not sure what useful piece of information Cosmo can give me right now as we are tumbling through space on a ship. Unless Cosmo comes in with, with, with Dr. Langley's, like, cool stress-free meds. <laughs> it just comes dragging some- <laughs> Just- <Please>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got into the locked medicine cabinet. I only have five of those, okay. so we gotta make them count. <laughs> uh, it could also just be that they found it, maybe. You know what? Yeah, give me information, cat! Um... I'm joking. This, if you can't think of anything, just take the the other one, which is being I, impressed. I will give you information later. in the future. In the form of yeah. future information. But does that satisfy you? Yeah, I'll write that down just in okay. case. Yeah. Um, excellent. Um, so I think by this point, we're just moseying right through these suckers. You receive a third transmission from Mission Command. Attention, the Hollow One arrives in T-minus 15 minutes. And it's getting to the point where Mother is just, like, announcing them over the loudspeaker. Jesus. I have found a place and I have strapped myself in. It's probably, like, uh, somewhere near my med bay. And I'm just sort of waiting to see what happens. Yeah. Monitoring everyone's vitals on my little portable thingy and yeah. clutching it tightly whenever the ship does a barrel roll. Yeah, the ship is has touched the surface of the asteroid several times mm-hmm. and then had to like take off as like its trajectory was either about to be impacted or the asteroid was impacted that it like changed uh the surface of the asteroid and like can't land there anymore um so you're still struggle bussing uh there is time for one person to do one thing if you wish to if nobody wishes to we'll just mosey on through time if nobody wants to do anything i just simply wish to strap myself to somewhere mm-hmm. do it yeah, yeah. i i will yeah. go find wherever is closest, right? To do yeah. where I found Cosmo. Eat myself in there. Uh, buckle the I would the imagine that would be in, like, the living area. Probably a lot of the chairs in there double as, like, um, like, launch chairs, kind of. Yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buckle the fuckle up, and then, um, hold on to this cage. Uh, cage, crate, whatever, so that way Cosmo is chill, and, mm-hmm. and yeah. Attention, the Hollow One will arrive in T-minus ten minutes. Yeah. The fuck is the Hollow One? I yell. Don't know. <laughs> I'm not that loud, Jesus. You're actually <laughs> really close to the med lab. You're in the... Yeah, we're like we're like across the hall from each You're other. Easily in shouting distance. Oh, we are. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I see that you have taken some damage. After this, I will fix you. 
Yeah, uh, to, to give you numbers, it feels like a one-hit-point scenario! So you're missing one slice of pizza? One, yes. <laughs> um, over to comms. Captain is just going, I have no idea what this hollow one is. Hopefully everyone is trapped and in safety. Please be prepared for sudden impact as we try to land on this fucking asteroid. Um, and just, just stay on your toes. That's how the saying goes, correct? Stay on your toes. Being I on our toes right you. now seems like a bad idea. <laughs> you say from the basement. <laughs> you got comms. <laughs> Uh, in the background of Joseph's transmission, you just hear Munich doing, I am doing my best! And you're doing great. We are just doing something idiotic. I'm fully ah. aware of this. Uh, there is this really jolt, um, and all of you are like, if you weren't strapped down, uh, unfortunate, as the ship makes just harsh and sharp impact with the asteroid um and you all like your heads are being jostled around on your necks um and it's like as you are making impact with that that you um you hear over the the loudspeaker attention the hollow one will arrive in t minus five minutes and then the ship is like just shaking really bad getting across the asteroid. Are we able to... Is there anything I could do that helps landing? I think you already are. Um, I think you already are helping with the landing um, by, like, monitoring the equipment, you know, being co-pilot in general um it's just a very difficult thing that even with the the stunt success she had earlier um it's still <laughs> being terrifying attention the hollow one will arrive in three minutes and the ship has been like kind of skidding a little bit and like picked up a smidge and then landed again and you seem to have stopped moving, but you can still, like, feel vibrations to the ship and continue to impact against the asteroid, the Argo. Um, and you have three minutes until the hollow one arrives. Um, good. Like, we should have, like, a landing... the landing... pad feet that, like, clip into stuff. Uh, yeah. I, like... Could I just like tell me to like deploy the landing gear, make sure they are clamped tidy, use the things, get any minerals or whatever in this fucking asteroid. You need to stay suited. And, and just like, I need to check on everything to see what the fuck the hollow one is. Hey, uh, careful moving around. I don't think we are safe. <laughs> I'll just. Um. I don't know. I think over the comms, just was going to say again. Okay, where where is everyone? Med bay. Living quarters. Dropped in the cargo bay. 
my room. That's that's for. That sounds all good. Why are you in the cargo bay? Tornado rules. Have you never been in a tornado? No. No. It's the future. Why would I live in an area that's full of tornadoes? We're not in Kansas. Well, we sure as hell did get those fucking weather reports. Uh, okay. Um, I think Joseph over to comms and then, like, specifically to Fairweather, just, just hang tight. Um, and they're gonna say this as going up to specifically the medical bay. Um, because that's where the two of them closest are. Also, Captain hasn't told anyone else about where the vents go. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're making your way there. Um, as you are in progress, um, you hear the announcement over the speaker. Uh, the tension, the hollow one, will arrive in T-minus 60 seconds. Brace myself. <laughs> Um, actually, really quickly, how close would the captain's quarters be to the med bay? Uh, it would be on this level, this deck. Okay, I think. So, you could get there quickly. Yeah, I think on their way, Joseph's going to, like, make a quick thing and run to their quarters to, um, run to a tiny safe that they have in there that holds a data drive. Ooh. What are you um, doing with it? Well, they're going to they're gonna get it, and I, they would need to make their way back to a main console for it. I don't mm-hmm. know if we have time before the hollow, the quote-unquote hollow one shows up, but that would be what they want to do. Attention. Nope. The hollow one is here. Uh, the ship goes very still. Like the meteor storm has like stopped, which seems unlikely. But there's no more impact vibrations, and the the lights have still not turned back on. So you are still all bathed in that red emergency light and shadow. Um, overcoms, status report from everyone. Still in the med bay. I can barely feel anything down here. You really should have followed the tornado rules. Well, I'm not going to be strapped in the fucking living quarters anymore. Still in my room. Anyone and then needs... from the bridge, Mina's like, I haven't moved. <laughs> Anyone needs medical attention, come to the med bay. Yup. Um... I think actually Joseph is going to make our way to back to the bridge because that makes sense where mm-hmm. right they want to see. As you are making your way there, Mercy, you hear two big thump thump in on the cargo bay loading door. Like something is thumping it from the outside? Like a knock. A very loud knock. Oh! Shouldn't have fixed up that vent. It's okay, we still have doors. Uh, Captain? Fairweather? I think the hollow one is maybe knocking on the cargo bay doors? Um, 
leave the cargo bay as soon as you can. I have no idea what this is. Is there like a window or any way to look out though? Not from the cargo bay. Actually, I take that back. I suppose there would be two narrow slit windows. Yeah, I'm just gonna sneaky sneak my way over there and try and look out real quick before I leave. Yeah, um, I'm gonna need you to add a stress die. Oof. And roll me a lovely observation. That is zero six. Oh, I can push, right? You can push, yes. Uh, you add a stress die and then you push. Uh oh. Uh, yeah, that's that continued to be zero successes and now I have a panic. <laughs> oh dear. Oh no, All wait, right. I have one success, but it's on a stress die. I don't know if that matters. Uh, unfortunately, it does not matter because the that cancels out the um, the everything. Um, even if you have uh, sixes, no matter how many sixes, it counts as a fail if you roll one. Be my if next you roll question. one on the panic. Like, is it one for side. one, or is it? Yeah, it's just you roll. No, it's else. it cancels them all out. Yeah. So I need you to roll me a d6 plus your the number of stress dice you have. Ooh, okay, um, so I do have Nerves of Steel, which okay. lets me take minus two to all panic rolls. Okay, so it'll only be a d6, and then you will add one to that number. Not, It's not adding a die, it's adding one to the number. Okay, so that is a three total. Okay, you are keeping it together and manage to keep your nerves in check barely. And you look out the window and you just see asteroid. There's, I was sure I heard a knock, but there's no one out there. I, again, get out of the cargo bay and head to the bridge or the living quarters. Just head over someone else. You could go to Vesper's room. That's fine. Just ASAP. Yeah, I will head to uh, whichever location it is that is closest to me. Sure. Uh, you leave the cargo bay and the door shuts behind you um, and you head up to the B deck. Um, and as you are like coming into the living area, um, out of the stairwell, you hear a transmission announced over the speaker. Attention! Disregard previous eight transmissions. An error occurred. Mother, every day I feel like you being unable to play a trick on us is more and more of a lie. These were transmissions received from command directly. I simply played them out. I stand by my statement. Well, I'm assuming... Actually, 
I'll, I'll just do it right now. Um, I'll just like look. I, I'm at the bed bay, hopefully, and just go, Mom. Did you open the the cargo bay door? No, I did not, Doctor. Well, why does it say you did on the log? I don't know what you mean, Doctor. Interesting point of order. All of you have received a private transmission. Oh. Separate private transmissions? Um, you should all have a new private transmission if you already had a private transmission, now you have a new one. It'll be under all of transmission one, two, three, four, three, nine. Who is in the bridge right now? Um, Captain would be. Captain, you're the first person who sees this. The reason why it got so quiet was not because the meteor storm has ended. It is because the asteroid you had landed on broke in half, and the part you were on had drifted away from the meteor storm. And as it is doing the slow spatial rotation, it comes around again, so it is facing the where the full asteroid was supposed to be, this small moon-sized asteroid. And you see the source of the signal. Where the Argo Y369 should be are hunks of rock and enormous pieces like the one that the Medea is clinging to. And in the midst of the debris field is this massive starship. And along its side, in faded white paint, you see the words, USCC, a mechanist. And that is where we will end it tonight. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Almost. I have one more thing for you. We see a figure creep down through the halls of the Medea down past the B deck, down all the way to the C deck. And the cargo bay door opens for them without hesitation, and they walk through the mostly empty bay to the neat row of six by four crates along one wall, all covered by a tarp. And they pull away the tarp from the first box and type a code into the keypad on the door and it hisses as it unlocks. And as we fade to black, we see the crisp label upon the steel door. Fairweather, comma, mercy. And that's where we will end. Excuse me? <laughs> I think I guessed correctly. Can't believe someone stole my identity. So rude. Exactly what an android would say.
Oh, we don't have our usual take us out person here. Oh, I got you. Hold up. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't write anything for this one, but I got you. Thank you all for joining us with Mother May I. I hope it was stressful for you and only the name of the game. Don't die. And see you next time among the star. Bye. Bye. Fuck next you, time Craig. among us. Fuck you, Craig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Craig. I think I saw Mercy venting. <laughs> <laughs>here with a fun little announcement uh goblets and gaze is now an affiliate over at adventure dice and we know how much we all love those math rocks so if you need some new math rocks in your life go over to adventuredice.ca and in the checkout code enter our promo code goblets for 10 percent off but also they have dice they have other TTRPG accessories and tabletop goodies, dice trays, uh, condition rings, and things like that. Little spell casting stuff. Great stuff there. Go check them out uh, and support our show. Thank you. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.